trigger warning for cannibalism and general violence and probably some mental health discussion. Hi, and welcome to a currently unnamed film podcast. I'm Jessica. I'm Space. <laughs> I'm Space. I'm Hanma. And we have three guest stars today, which is a lot compared to normal. Do you want to go and introduce yourself, guys? I'm Rufus. Hi. I'm Ella. Hi, I'm Oscar. So, what was the first film you saw, Rufus? <laughs> ever? <laughs> Wait, you mean ever? Yeah. yeah I've got, oh, I know the answer. I've got an answer. I've got an answer. Okay, Oscar, go. The first film I ever watched was Bambi. Uh, wow. How do you know oh, that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, because my mum told me. Wow. So like something she wrote like your first, like she was recording it. No, she didn't record it, but she just remembered getting the first. It must have been a videotape, um, and the first one we got was Bambi. Well, speaking of first, we watched Bones and <laughs> that's such a bad transition. That's, that was a smooth. It's the first good film with Peach. Peach lover. Oh, Peach lover. Peach lover. Sixty nine. Discuss these faces. Do not dislike. But call me by your name. Just like wrong. Oh, wrong. okay. We're getting we're getting into call me by your name. No, 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 no. Okay. Today we watched Bones and All. Skipped a minute thirty seven for call me by your name. Are we gonna keep to that? I will. You better start counting, space. Today we watched Bones and All, and since it was. Our guest stars pick Rufus. Would you like yeah. to summarize the plot? Okay. So Bones and All by Luca Guadagnino uh, is a film set in eighties in the eighties Midwest America. It's very beautiful visually, and um, the plot follows our lead, who is played by Taylor Russell, who is called Miram. Yes, Marin. Marin. Yeah, Marin. Just the wrong name. Marin, who is who has who is what is referred to in the film as an eater, um, and she basically is has cannibalistic tendencies, but they are like ingrained into her, and she kind of can't control them, and that's basically like so we don't we don't blame her too much for killing people, which is again do we? Yeah, that, 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 that's the thing. That's the thing of the film. But anyway, so she so she has uh, she bites the finger of one of her friends um, and tries to eat it. And then obviously can't stay in her ta- town any longer. So has to leave her father um, and then ends up on the film follows her nomadic lifestyle where she very quite early on meets Timothy Chalamet's character called Lee and they form a relationship and it follows their, their lives as cannibals in the American Midwest. No spoilers, really. Are we doing spoilers? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah full, spoilers. full spoilers. Oh, full spoilers. Oh. Okay, and then full Mark Rylance is the biggest Fun. creep in the universe. Oh, God. Scully oh, is no. weird. He's so scary. He was my favourite character. <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot about <laughs> That says a lot. That says a lot. Has anyone played the Last of Us video game? Like, it's not the, the TV show? Uh, I haven't played the video You know, he sounds so much like Nolan North's performance of David. Like, they look the same, they talk the same, they're both cannibals. Like, it was like, felt like a ripoff of Nolan North's yeah, performance. Did you say that's from the video game, not the series, is that? Yeah, the video game, yeah. not the series of 2013. Uh, maybe the movie, it's like, took the character. Yeah. It'd be yeah. interesting yeah. to also look at, because it was a book beforehand, look at when the book was written in comparison. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, when was the book written? No idea. Should we, mm. should we check? Currently unnamed film back check. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't write this down. <laughs> I don't know if I like like his character, but like that's not the right way to put it. But I think his character, like how he's designed, is it I feel like it's very well designed. Mm. Mm. Yeah, 100 anyway, percent The book was published in twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh. So Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Well, also we don't, oh. yeah. it's probably in the works on Gobama. 
Mm. Actually, I don't know. Ali Smith wrote Autumn in three months, so. Yeah. Well, that's pretty quick. It was really quick. She's famous for that. Mm. Gotta love Ali Smith. <laughs> Speaking about pretty quick, Sully was pretty quick at sniffing out that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what is the smell thing? That's uh, that was so terrifying. Yeah, no. That, is it meant to be that they like smell human yeah. flesh on the other? No, person no, no. no, no. They, yeah, they, they can, can smell, smell each other. other. Yeah. yeah, another eater. Oh, sure. I guess yeah. If they have been recently eating human flesh, then. But also no, but uh, it's, a su- it's supernatural, basically. Yeah, it's, it's like the only element of like actual meta like metaphysical yeah. um I didn't yeah, really yeah. that was a thing as well i quite liked it it felt like a bit of a just like plot help yeah it felt That's a bit true. like oh yeah this just can easily link stuff together yeah but the only time they ever really need it in the plot is sully and i feel like you could have written your way around yeah. that if they really wanted to because she comes out of the supermarket she sees him covered in blood like they yeah. didn't need to check <laughs> each other obvious. out to see that but he's eating people it, there's even the bit when She's like lost, and then he's like a whole like street or something away, and he's like, "I know who you are, like I know you're one of us." <laughs> and, or and at the end, when he comes in, that yeah. end sequence, oh, that was amazing. Oh, that was that was amazing. Horrific, horrific. It was like they could have just ended it in the hills, where it's yeah. like all I all I think is that I love you. Yeah, yeah. They, mm. they could have just stopped at that, but they didn't. No. Okay. I hate Luca for that, but that's why I love it. <laughs> Can I just talk about the ending now? Yeah. So, so what is so the ending is that Sully comes in and he tries to eat poor girl Marin, and does then he try to eat her. Yeah, he does. Well, yeah, he's, yeah. Well, he's, he's tries to uh, rape her. Really. Well, yeah. but he says that he isn't right. There's like both, there's a specific line where he says like I'm not here for that. Yeah, is yeah. She's like I'm with uh, no, 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 Lee now. He's like that's not the business I'm talking about. But I don't think it's not in a romantic way. Like he like tries to he, lie on her. Yeah, I like, think yeah, yeah. there's like the like, eating specific. some metaphor for like yeah, sex in a very yeah, overt yeah. way. Yeah, no, because I was I was thinking like the entire time like are they like horny to eat X person? I think it's compared to addiction, so yeah, it's like yeah. you're hung. You're like there's a hunger, but yeah. in a different sense. And I think it's not. It's not quite like strictly one thing. The metaphor. It's like it could be sex, or it could be gender, or it could be sexuality. Mm. Like it's it's quite fluid. Yeah, mm. it, it's interesting. It's interesting that one of the kills that we see um, and focus on is uh, Lee's character. So Lee Timothy Chalamet's character. Yeah, um, killing of the of of the guy at the fair who he seduces first, basically yeah like um yeah get, gets with him and then kills him in in the process and obviously that's a very sexual act mm. um and it's interesting that that um that the act went from sexual to cannibalistic so yeah there's i think there is a link there yeah for me it was quite obvious that it was gonna go there yeah like no it felt like didn't. the sexual act was just kind of a way of getting that to seduce him like to- oh my god yeah. i didn't yeah. think they caught me off guard because i think i I I I I think that Lee's character was probably actually attracted to the man. Oh yeah. Also, mm. also wanted to eat him as well. I didn't think they were. If oh, he was just tricking him, it wouldn't I, have yes. gone that far. Wait, no. Well, I, Wait. I wasn't sure if yeah. he was like. Yeah, he wouldn't have let it go that far. There's no need. Mm. He, he yeah. got enjoyment out of the act. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I wasn't sure if the if the other guy was supposed to be like another cannibal. No. Oh yeah, I was yeah. wondering about yeah, no, that no, as well. Because yeah. he had a family as well. And yeah, that, yeah. And that caused so much of the conflict that he. Yeah, no. Like I found out he wasn't after, but I was like. Either he he is a cannibal and he's just cheating on her mm. yeah. um, out the <laughs> yeah. car window. Uh, and then I was like, oh, wait, no, he's going to eat him. It's a, an- another call, call me by your name situation. <laughs> then what? afterwards, um, both Marin and Lee face loads of judgment. Like, it comes out within themselves. They're very aware of what they've done. And they kind of run, they, they continue on their run. Um, but I think 
that goes back to I don't know if it's an addiction. Like I don't know if I agree with you with it. well, I don't know because I'm I'm quoting the director yeah, and yeah, Timothy yeah. Chalamet from an interview. Yeah. Oh no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're death of the author guy. <laughs> so I bring this up every episode. Author's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the ingrained need. Like it, it it's just ingrained in them. That's that's kind of what I think Luca is trying to say. Or I mean and I I don't know enough about cannibalism to know if that's like real or if that's just mm, part of it's not I don't know. a thing. But um <laughs> What wanting to okay. wanting to be a having an instinct like an instinct. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. No, in the sense, no. But I think the addiction yeah. thing it also plays into that they're born like they're from their parents and you can inherit addiction. Yeah. Um. So that's another factor of it. Yeah. Also, yeah. Chloe Sevigny's cameo was amazing in this film. Who's that? Yeah, it was the mum. So oh, the mum. Oh man, that? that was so <laughs> scary. That's, yeah, that was so scary horrible. when she just started her eating her daughter. Arms. Yeah, it was her, it was horrific. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's why with that's like one of the cases of like the like sheer like desperation of the sort of of the addiction or whatever you want to call it of the like cannibalistic like thoughts, and that's why also with that bit. When he's like with that carnival guy, I think I feel like I read that as something that it was more um, him going, him going like showing how far his desire will take him to do something like that instead of something that was like with sexual intention. I think for me, I saw that as something that really? it was like how like desperate he was. No, I'd I, I, I go to something. Like I, that. I, 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 I think I think Lee was horned up for. The guy, one hundred percent. I, 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 I genuinely think because, 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 what? Because why would he have, like, he had taken him into the into this clearing in in the um like uh, forbidden what, the forest. Yeah, yeah, the maze in the forest. He could have killed him the moment they were alone, but he didn't. They like got undressed, got, in, got into that act, mm. almost. Yeah, yeah, like they, they were engaging deeply in sexual acts, and then I don't want to be like too explicit, but like. Um, it, it, it's clear that it like, was definitely deep. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Damn. Um, but yeah, no. I, I, I'd say, I'd say that, that it, there was. It's, it's like a, it's like sexual and cannibalistic. Yeah, I that, guess we'll never know. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Because they also direct, talk about director's cut. This entire conversation. <laughs> Trigger warning for sex. <laughs> yeah. Put that out there, but um. There's an entire conversation talking about first times and also at the end of the movie, I mean, like, first times is obviously like a connotation with, like, losing yeah. virginity. And then at the end of the movie, when he's saying, like, eat me bones and all, like, he's yeah. asking her, it, it did feel like you're giving yourself over for love, like, the need for, like, kind of that young relationship mm -hmm. that you just give the entirety of your body over. Uh, I, I, I think that that's it. And I think for me, the biggest, what, what this film about is youth. And it's it's about all of the feelings that are encompassed in youth, um, focusing on alienation and otherness, um, and then but the connection the connection that can form in shared otherness. You know what I mean? Like um, in yeah, like marginalised or disenfranchised groups, the the connections that can form in those groups relating to one another, um, uh, and and that concept of yeah giving yourself fully over to another person when you feel like your whole life you've been separated from um people in general that's i think that's what the bone like the eat them all up bones and all sorry i was doing air quotes that's <laughs> a massive that's a massive change from the book because i did watch really? something about the book um 
uh, in the book, they start eating bones and all from a young age. It's not like a thing. It's just something they oh. do all the time. So I, I really liked that change of having it be like, yeah, just the title, having it be like a moment yeah. to be like such a commitment to like mm-hmm. eat me bones and all. Yeah, I was, I was really thinking that the film like had to end with her like eating someone bones and all, whether it was Sully or or friend. I don't think she, I, I, I don't think she ate Sully. I don't think no. she Yeah. I think she definitely ate. It was really interesting because she like pulled out his like heart or something or his liver or... <laughs> Sw- switching lanes slightly. Should we talk about the actual visuals and like the effects yeah. on yeah. the eating people? Because I think the, my favorite thing about it, sound design. It was amazing, yeah. right? So, so I'm so viscerally uncomfortable because I watched it in the cinema and I was oh, like no. sitting oh, there. Just this, like the, the sounds I could have like... Closing. What was amazing was that closing your eyes didn't. It didn't. It make, cuts stop away. It, it cuts yeah. away. You start panning around like the photos of just, the like oh, grandma's oh room. Oh my god, that yeah. yeah. Don't see it. It's disgusting. disgusting. The bit for me with that sort of like, actually, it must have been sort of like sound effects and stuff that shocked me the most was at the very start when she bites the finger. And it's like, for some reason for me, even they're like eating at the end. I was like, like, obviously, like, that's foul. It's disgusting. But the one that I was most shocked by was that son biting the finger. Yeah, so I just I just didn't know when I was going to expect this like cannibalistic stuff to kick in. And then it's suddenly, and it's like really gross. Like, I checked the like time. Like, seven, like, seven minutes. Seven minutes. Yeah. Seven minutes. <laughs> I, I thought it was yeah. like some generic film about a girl with a, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a mean dad who's like, you can't go to parties. Yeah. She's like sneaking out and she's a bit awkward and then she just eats her friend. <laughs> yeah. No, because... But, but, Don't make but, the sound! <laughs> the, shock, the shock factor is what makes it really interesting though, right? And it's what um, suggests to us, the audience, that, that, that it is a very primal urge that these people have. Mm. And it's, it's, it's really scary in that. Yeah. yeah, I don't... I will say I was expecting a bit more from the gore. I was told it was body horror. That was not body not. horror. Uh, what was I going to say? I think... Wait, what, what defines as body horror? Sorry. Because if it's anything to do with open bodies and gore, I feel like... Obviously, there are body horror elements, but the film isn't a body horror... The, the film isn't a horror film. Let's be like, if yeah, we're fully yeah, honest, yeah, yeah. It, it's not. No. And because the intention isn't to terrify you. That's that. That's not the intention. It's to. What does it come under? On all the I, it doesn't I, have a genre. Uh, urban not. fantasy. <laughs> what? I would have, um, I would have <laughs> expected like psychological thriller. Mm. I don't. Is that, is that no, it's not even thrill. It's. Just, I think it's. It makes you think more than anything else. And no, feel I think, more I think it's the, pretty thrilling from a I shallow think, perspective. It's pretty. I think it's, it's definitely a buildings thrilling. roman. I yeah. think it absolutely comes under that. But I think just the whole idea of like it's very structureless to be like it has to fit into a genre and i think there's something really beautiful about this movie i saw it as horror and i think it affected the way i watched it i wish i didn't read the genre warning because it, it doesn't need to be a genre to succeed at giving its message over mm-hmm. and it takes different parts of movies before it but not necessarily like genre concepts yeah. also, I, I feel like for the sake of some of our, our listeners at home not for not for anybody in this room uh, or me um, <laughs> could you please define buildings roman <laughs> Um, all coming of age stories are buildings roman, yeah. but not all buildings romans are coming, coming of age, age stories. <laughs> uh, it's basically buildings roman covers the idea of like a change from you were uh, coming into someone else, and it's normally over either puberty or adolescence. But buildings roman covers a larger space of time, which is why I think it covers this movie a bit more 
because it's also just a wider thing. Mm. So not, this isn't a teen coming of age yeah. movie, really. But it, but it is a coming of age movie, or at least an enlightenment movie. Yeah, it's, it's that the, the characters go through a, a self discovery, basically. Yeah. What, what are some of the the quintessential building romans? Um, creep, uh, creeper, uh, catcher oh. in the rye. Catcher, oh, okay. You, but like amazing at the same time. <laughs> Sorry, that's the one that like defined the genre. I know, I know, I know, but it's just. Wait, give me a couple others. I've read read Catcher in the Rye. Uh, like a, a very expansive one is Boyhood because it follows the life, oh, life yeah. cycle of the boy. Space every Spider-Man story. <laughs> oh yeah, those are all kind of buildings. Roman, like the idea that he like discovers himself through a major event and then like has to come into being a hero. If Got you, it. That's a popular. So I was trying to find a mainstream one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I, I think you're right, Jess, in not wanting to. Um, shove it into a specific genre because it is very genre bending like 13 reasons why shut up <laughs> what genre is 13 reasons why i haven't seen it bad it's the Have bad genre yeah. it's the terrible it belongs genre. in a trash can no genre. no no you watch you're gonna apply to film school and one of the essay questions is gonna be like what genre is 13 reasons why and if you're unable to look past your hatred you're not gonna get in <laughs> I'd say the same thing to you about space about Call Me By Your Name. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, I, my views have progressed to Call Me By Your Name. Call Me By Your Name is, is a visual film. film. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on visuals. Should we talk about visuals of both and all? It definitely has pictures. <laughs> can I say something really quickly about, I think for me, this film, through the gore and the horror, it's like testing whether I can still try to like, feel and sense the ups and downs of like a teenage relationship mm. and a first relationship etc like i think almost yeah it, it tested me like whether i can see through that but not really but yeah I explain it also what cool. i thought you were going to say as well is that i think it tests um how much you like the characters mm. that's putting it really plainly but how much you're sort of attached to the characters i, I think, think we mentioned it at the start but by the end, I'm still rooting yeah. for the main couple, obviously. And but I, I, they I want have to just gone on like a massacre and eaten a bunch of people. <laughs> I think I failed the test when they started ripping people's nipples off of their teeth. Oh, yeah. No, it was, it was so <laughs> interesting so because I was like definitely on the main character's sides the entire time. And then every like half hour, they'd like start eating something. I'd be like, right. wait a second, this is like disgusting. Like I have no like empathy or like enjoyment of like watching people eat people and like i get confused because like the characters are so nice and like i appreciate their journey and stuff and they'd be like but eating people is disgusting and but there's that, no part of me because you know you they can't help it and like you can yeah. see that they they don't want to do it and you remember that that scene where there's the guy who is choosing to eat people you remember they meet oh, them by yeah, the campfire creepy, creepy guy yeah, yeah, yeah and that was, so that was an amazing scene. and and they and they hate him for like wanting to eat people they are doing the same thing yeah, yeah, they're, 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 they're 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 they don't have a choice eating their lifestyle yeah. like he, yeah. so, that yeah. is if so you weird. think about it sully's actually the one with the best morality in terms of he only eats people who have already died didn't he say that was a lie um at the end yeah literally sorry but like in terms of <laughs> no, which is the best up until that point that bit was so cool because he was like um like Moran was like, oh, didn't you say you had a code? And he was like, I tried telling people the truth before and they just think Sully was a weirdo or something like that. Anyone remember the exact line? Oh, yeah, it was like really that. weird, but he was just like, I was just lying about my code, which was also, scary. Also, I thought um, that thing of the the person who like chose to eat people felt like a bit of a comment on self-diagnosis, which is quite uh, a big thing at the moment of um, 
of a lot of people sort of self-diagnosing themselves for certain issues. I think which that's is what it felt for me a bit like the like sort of struggles and it's a dangerous line to tread yeah. because I think self-diagnosis in some situations is both necessary and very useful. Because a lot of in a lot of situations, people can't don't have access to get an actual diagnosis. But obviously, then the inverse is true as well. So it's like yeah, so, um, yeah. like so, I had when yeah. I was getting my diagnosis because um, I'm autistic, I did have to be able to get it because it's such a long waiting list. You there is a certain level of like reflection on yourself to be able to like self-diagnose and then go get professional. But like obviously most people don't have access to what I did because I skipped the NHS queue and I went to a private um clinic, which I skipped like a year and a half waiting list. Yeah, but it's more that the guy is is choosing to be a cannibal, not like thinking that he he probably is but hasn't been diagnosed. That's He's just true. like, I want to be a cannibal. <laughs> no, I, I understand that, but I think um, just since we were bringing it up as like a yeah. reference point, I just wanted to explore that more deeply. Mm. Um, Would anybody choose to be a cannibal? No, I'm joking. Yeah, what were you saying? <laughs> I don't want to hear the answer to that question. Um, should we start going over individual characters? Sure. Do you want to start with Lee? Because he's discussed... Yeah. M this- person before. <laughs> uh, oh, so it is. So his name is Timothy Chalamet. 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 Guy as Peach in Call Me by Your Name. <laughs> what? His name is Doctor Peach. <laughs> I can't say the full name that I refer to him in my private thoughts, and, but it, it's. <laughs> I know Pe- exactly. Peach. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. He was. He was great. I mean, he's an amazing actor. Yeah. 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 He mm. was. He was fantastic. Um, I mean, he was like arguably doing more disgusting things in this film. But arguably, <laughs> doing more disgusting things than what? Uh, then uh, call me by your name. Having obviously. having private private relations with a young, defenseless peach. <laughs> oh. I think if it's ar- eating people is much more than arguably. <laughs> Did he than- eat the peach off? <laughs> no, no, Army Hammer ate the peach. Army Hammer ate the peach. Oh, what? so sorry. Oh yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, social network guy eating the peach. No, 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 no. But it's it. it, If you look at like the symbolism in that scene, I don't care. (laughs) No, trust me, it's interesting. It's like like, biblical connotations with forbidden fruit and like this. What it says about youth. It's interesting. Obviously, there was stuff in that peach. Yes. Seeds. Bones and all. Seeds in that peach. Okay, okay, yeah. Bones and all. Bones and all. So, Lee, Oscar. <laughs> Sorry, Ella, do you want to say something? <laughs> Just put another marker in. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Actually, no. yeah, okay. You're, We've your gone so far. Okay, I cool. think there's no way getting around the sex. We've been talking about sex yeah. for like the past half hour. There's no way around okay. it. What, what Do you have I anything saying? more to say about Lee? Or should we move About on? Lee? Yeah. Oh, there was something interesting that... Um, they, you know those like scenes where the director goes over the... I love those. Yeah, where they I, go I over the I marker. Draw, draws it on. The thing. Um, yeah, yeah. They wow. did one of these. Sorry. And there was a really interesting discussion about the hair dye that he has in his hair. Mm-hmm. And first off, the reason that it's the colour that it is is because it's actually authentic 80s hair dye. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's preserved from that time period. Mm-hmm. And... 
uh, there was a discussion about it being um, like a way of expressing himself without social interaction. And so like, um, because he's so like outcast, he like has other ways of communicating himself. And on that note, his wardrobe. Amazing. Um, <laughs> you can like see it. him take the hat from Barry. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. I That's like very nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, I, I think we, we watched the same video, but it's, yeah, what Guadagnino was saying about um, Lee's wardrobe being a kind of um, amalgamation of pieces from his victims, I guess, um, was really, really interesting. And he, he plays with gender norms in his wardrobe as well, um, which I think, I, I think he's like, because he's out, so outcast from society, he's kind of freed in a way which is re- which is really interesting his He's- sister actually calls them the f sir he says that yeah. shirt makes uh, you yeah yeah yeah, yeah and it, i'm wagging my finger and that's mm. yeah it, it's a really interesting um yeah that, that that's a really interesting aspect of the storyline um what like lee might represent to um like lgbt cast mm. and both him and marin are just like casually by and it's yeah. like very chill and i like it i thought is it confirmed that marin's Bye. Yeah, like that, that bit at the beginning. Who was watching that when she's like snuggling up next to that other girl? I thought she was just going to suck her finger and that was going to be like a bye thing, but then she started eating it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like they were pretty sensual before. I feel like okay. I feel like the cards are like off the table. Speaking about... To be on the table. Uh, I didn't pick up that the film like took place in the 80s until you guys were talking about it now. And I'm like, oh yeah, that tracks. Hanbo Kuz, did you... What, did, were you like thinking about the time frame of the movie as you were watching it? Uh, what do you mean? Like, were you, like, thinking, oh, yeah, like, it's in the 80s, or, like... Yeah, no, I noticed it, like, because right at the beginning, when, when you see those cars driving around... Mm. Are they old cars? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't really think much beyond that. Mm. Okay, yeah, I, I never would have guessed. But, like, yeah, now I'm thinking about it. Oh, yeah, no phones, no blah, 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 no TV. Yeah, but it also, I think it affords them freedom. And I think the point mm. of the film is that they are so free and so um, nomadic in their lifestyle. Yeah. And obviously the... The huge scale of the American Midwest um, aids that, but also the lack of technology and the lack of like tracking. For example, if, if if they were doing the same thing now, the police could find them so much more easily. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I was I was kind of amazed that like the police like couldn't get them in general. I was kind of thinking like, so does being an eater make it easier for you to like kill people? I'm like, no, they're not like super strong or anything. They just I guess have like less qualms about killing people. They, they said that when Lee murdered his father. Spoilers. I mean, this is not, I think it's spoilers. But um, they did like a DNA test on the blood on him and it didn't come up as his father. It came yeah. up as his own. But I'm like, I know he beat him up, but he also... Oh, wait, no, because he ate him three days after. Yeah. Was it because he was in prison? I, was I was on... confused about that. I was thinking, like, is the twist going to be that, like, his father's DNA came up as his? But, like, I don't know. I didn't understand that. Because he said he was in the barn for three days. Yeah. So did he, he must have waited. That was a very visceral image. I, I really enjoyed that scene that he was describing. Oh my God, on the hill, you can yeah, like feel a, the wind. so mm. beautiful. It's so, so beautiful. It's so good. And I, I really, really like Wagner's intentional break of the uh, 180 degree rule as well in that, in that scene. Really? Yeah, he's just complete, he completely switches it. Ellie, oh. you don't have to put your hand up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, a couple of minutes ago when you were talking about um, like lack of judgment, I think Luca did such a great job in, I mean, I know he also had the interest of exploring mid, the Midwest, but I think he did such a great job of portraying it. And in the 80s, and um, in my review, I, I wrote a lot about the lack of judgment and and how there were some really beautiful interviews 
with um, Taylor Russell and Timothy Chalamet at um, the Venice. Yeah, it was premiered at Venice. I think a, a, yeah. a lot of the PR stuff. It got a ten-minute so, yeah. standing ovation, but like every film does at Venice. Yeah. So. <laughs> find that so at the panel, I mean, I can get the name up. Um, it's an amazing interview. It's called Bones and All Press Conference at the 79th Venice International Film Festival. Um, and Taylor says if she could take one potion um, in the morning every day, it would be like to not to have the ability to not judge others and also not be faced with the judgment from others. Mm. And I think this movie really explores that. And it's it's really beautiful in a way, but it's obviously very horrific as well because the fact that he's explored it through the Midwest um, where there is such a lack of judgment within their community at least, um, you can see how extreme um, actions and the way of living can become. So there's negatives and positives to that, obviously, but... I, I thought that that really interested me when I was watching them. I think almost there was like a divide between some some of the Midwestern towns having no judgment and then other ones having like very high judgment because um, they get away with a lot of murders because they're not seen. But there's also in Lee's hometown, he's ostracized by his community. Mm. Yeah, no, I meant within the cannibalism. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to say about the plot structure in general was that I was like expecting like, oh, um, like the finding the mom is going to be like the whole plot thing. And like the second I thought that and I was like kind of like, oh, you know, kind of lame, like third, third act ending, got to see the mom. Like they find the mom just like randomly in the middle of the movie. And then like the movie just continues from there. Mm-hmm. Um, like I appreciate that the movie isn't like predictable in that sense. And like, you know, has like a random time skip at the end. Um, I still don't understand the end, by the way, before we, like, because we'll have to wrap up in a second. Amazing. What What is the ending? So, does she eat him? Does he die? Yeah. Why are they back on the hill? That, that's a flashback? Is it her memory? What's going on? I think we're just spending time in that moment, because yeah. it's, like, encapsulates their love. But you see her eat him. And and her... Does she? Yeah. I think her, her eating of him, bones and all, maybe takes her back to that moment. Um, I also think, if, if we're wrapping soon, I think we need to talk about Taylor Russell, who is... In she's really good. In I think she's one of the most like she's one of the most amazing actresses I'm working now. And useful actresses. Oh my god, she's yes. so hot. <laughs> <laughs> she is, she is, yeah. Also, yeah. her style. Oh my god. And the way she speaks too. She's just. Yeah. It's like it's slow, but it's also so formulated. I think so it's really melodic. I, yeah. I love listening to the interviews. They're amazing. Just want to watch all of us have a crush on. <laughs> <laughs> um. I've completely had a mind blank on that one. Um, I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. My one problem with the movie. I thought the pacing was a bit weird. Um, I mm. think the first half of the movie, it takes a long time for her to express any... Like, she she has, like, an underlying motivation or, like, moral code. It becomes a lot more clear later on. I just... I started to dislike her. when she really? Just after she left Sully, I really started to dislike her as a protagonist because i felt like she was such a blank slate and they fix it by the end of the movie but i don't know if it's like a pacing thing of she can't reveal herself too soon because it's like a slow burn but isn't that the point of the film though that she starts off with no moral code like a blank slate and by the end she learns all of it it's like a child yeah it's kind of not though because her moral code kind of it does build up but even if it is the point of the movie, I still think she spends too long at the beginning just kind of wandering around with a blank expression. It's not like a performance issue, it's just like a writing thing. 
Yeah, I think you can see that within a lot of Luca's like films and series. Like, um, what's it called? That I showed you the series that he's made. No, oh. Troll Hunters. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, Infinity Train. No. <laughs> Gulliver's Wildest Venture. Yeah. Adventure Time. Yeah. <laughs> Everything VR. everywhere. <laughs> That's a movie. No, no, that is it. That's it. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I was confused, or like I was thinking about a lot of his pacing in in these works, and but I kind of give him, like I kind of just respect him for it. Like that's just the way he expresses um, these stories, and I kind of just gotten on with that. Yeah, but it's they didn't sit right with me at I, the beginning. I don't. I find that the same, but I also agree with the fact that. Even when you look at it from a like directive vision and how he's made it, and it's like a impressive like creative idea, that it's still for engagement, not so enjoyable. I remember having exactly the same, more so with Moonlight. If any of you have seen it, oh my god, which okay. is an amazing, yeah, amazing film. Thing, yeah. But I still found there were points in it for me at least where I was sort of frustrated with the main protagonist of his like silence even though that is literally the whole point of the film and it was a sort of subconscious thing that i didn't want to feel like that but there's a difference between the silence in moonlight which is very purposeful because he's hiding his identity and the silence here because i don't i think it's more of a lack of identity that i had the problem with i arguably think for both films the the like the slower elements to me are what make make the more intense elements so powerful in 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 that they that they make our characters feel like real because we're not moving we're not dynamic the whole time um uh yeah so i i i just say that especially in bones and all i think especially with the with the building's roman um form the fact that taylor is um in this like almost fe- like fetal state of identity at the beginning of the film and then becomes this fully formed um person i think that's what makes the film so beautiful we're going to say uh um, basically how this works is you're going to say if you recommend the movie and then you're going to recommend um, another film based off of this you can do a TV show if you want or you can do another piece of art if you want to recommend that on top um, Hanma oh man um, uh, I think I would recommend the film depends who because obviously I mean some scenes were pretty traumatic uh, but I, th- I thought it was really good and it was really fun to watch uh, and it was a really beautiful film as well I love the colours and the shots and everything um, I don't think I've seen anything like it that comes to mind. I don't know what I'd recommend based on it, um, but I definitely recommend that you watch it. Um, I would one well, obviously, because I, I suggested the film, I would one thousand percent recommend it. Uh, if, if you're squeamish, probably don't watch it. I would say still do and just like close your eyes and block your ears in the gross bits because they're not actually that long, um, and it's actually quite a small part of the film, but. Because it's just beautiful. However, yeah, I get you. And I've just pulled up my leatherbox um, <laughs> uh, just to look at like my favourite films and see which ones I think coincide. So in, ter- in terms of the travel, because the, the, it, it's a journey film. And um, one film I, I recommend, which has a similar, like the movement feels similar. Um, and the videoing of them travelling is amazing. Is um, Alf- Alfonso Cuaron's Itumama Tambien, which is a Mexican film, which is beautiful. Oh. Um, so powerful. Then we talk about Moonlight, and I think um, some of the themes um, and even just the nature of the storytelling is kind of similar. Um, the protagonist in The Hand of God by Pablo, uh, Pablo, uh, Paolo sorry, Sorrentino is, to me, 
very much in the same cinematic lexical field as um, Lee. And I think that there are really interesting pa- parallels. And I love that film called The Hand of God. You can watch it on Netflix. It's a Netflix film. It's Italian. It's beautiful. Um, and th- so I'd say those are probably the three which I think Link probably first. It's obviously called me by your name, but look at, watch any Luca. Um, I would say look at, I mean, okay, first off, would I recommend the film? Um, yeah, I loved it. I love Luca Guattanini's works. I think they're amazing. I think he's an amazing director. So I would recommend it because it's his. Um, but also just read all the trigger warnings beforehand, but if you're okay with that, then go ahead. Um, I would recommend The Heart Still Hums by Taylor Russell. It's the only film that she's directed oh, so wow. far. And it's really, really beautiful. I want to read it from the description that's written down by whoever wrote it because it's just perfect. It's a documentary short following five women as they fight for their children through the cycle of homelessness, drug addictions, and neglect for their own parents. Unique yet undoubtedly familiar to many. A story about fair sacrifice and unconditional love between a mother and her children. And it is just, it's so beautiful. Right, where can we watch that story? Do you know? um, let me check. Oscar, do you want to go ahead and then I'll find it? Yeah, yeah. Um, on, I wouldn't recommend it to many people because Ooh, I actually love the film. I think it's, it's definitely the best film that came out this year. I think it's an amazing film, but it's... It's not even a gatekeeping thing. It's one of those things where I hate recommending a film to someone that will come back with it and just not be on the same wavelength. In the fact that obviously, like, sure, you want some like good debates, you want some controversy, but say perfect example is like my parents with anything. <laughs> uh, I'll recommend them a film, yeah. and then they'll just come back with the most like blank, like, oh, I hated that. <laughs> That's another one of your terrible films. Whoa! And I'll just be like, like, really? And so th- there's a lot of. I would obviously recommend it, but to people that I think would enjoy the film. What's your favourite movie that they've just bashed? Oh, that's a good question. Well, um, the other day I forced them to watch Snatch, which I love, and they just didn't like it at all. That's quite entertaining. That's quite It's such an entertaining film. Also, my dad's so bad with gore, so I just wouldn't recommend it. But And then the film that I would say... I'd recommend as well is um, Charlotte Wells's After Sun. Yeah. Because first of all, another film that came out this year, but mainly because it's a similar story about a dynamic between two different people of opposite gender as well. Last and year, right? Sorry. They came up. They both came out last year. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's also a father. In this daughter. year of what's about to come out in the Oscars, <laughs> it's all, all the same year for me <laughs> now until so the why Oscars. Why is Bones shut out for the Oscars? I'm so mad. But sorry. What? Why was Nope not there? Yeah, yes. no, you're right. It's fine. Oh I've never watched Nope, and I need to. You need to. ASAP. Oh, that's so good. That sorry, is a horror. <laughs> yeah, not as scary as others. Um, Further as others. I also checked, and it's available on Amazon. Okay. Um, but you do have to pay for it. Do not pay for Amazon Prime Video. <laughs> you can watch so you the can boys watch the documentary yeah facts not give that's, your money. that's fully worth it just to watch the wait Oscar what were you saying about After Sun sorry oh, no, that, was, that was basically okay. I recommend it because of that it's a similar pacing I was I was like really impressed at like how easy this film was to understand and like it was really entertaining and had great characters great acting um, definitely recommend it was a joy um, I don't know why but the thing that's getting in my head the most of like what I recommend based on this is like actually 13 Reasons Why 
like, space, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm putting a marker on this one. <laughs> like, either season one or season two, no, when it gets more seasons. gory. Because, like, I don't, I don't watch a ton of, like, you know, horror things. Like, it's not horror, but, like... I don't know. Nah, it's just like bad. it's just giving <laughs> me like similar vibes. I, I why, remember why? when someone showed me the scene, like when mm. he was getting raped, like oh God's sake, with a, with a broom, with a, with a broom. What? When I was when like was nine that? or ten, and I was shown by older people, <laughs> yeah, and it was traumatic. <laughs> oh like God. it was so. What is there's so no reason for the scene. Your brain, your brain helped you out there. Wait, I've I've remembered my recommendation. Is this film called Bonnie and Clyde, um, yes. which is about uh, this film called Bonnie? It's not as if it's not like incredibly famous. <laughs> yeah. I like for, for anyone who doesn't know, it's which like version, which version? Uh, the, the the old one, the musical. No, the non-musical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's just like about a, a couple who fall in love and like go around doing a bunch of crime, and then it gets a bit violent. But like the bit that reminds me is like it's like the uh, uh, relationship between the two of them against the sort of violence of it and the way they're so chill with killing people um yeah and also the fact that it's a road movie okay i would recommend this however we've mentioned my mom gets brought up a lot on this podcast Mm. because she watches most of the films with me i will not be watching this one with her (laughs) um i think it's a wise decision um i recommend not to bring your parents along to it or watch it with them just as a general rule um I recommend a TV show called The End of the Effing World. Based <gasps> oh, yes. I was actually almost going to do that as well. <laughs> good, Jess, yeah. um, wait, I also, oh, wait. It's very, very similar to this. It's another road trip. Season two goes even more on that kind of level of it being a road trip. Uh, it's got the violence. It's about a guy who's like thinking about murdering the girl he's with. It's very good. It's actually really similar to this. Um, and also I recommend a video game called Night in the Woods, which is a very, very... It's like a good commentary on a building's romance, and if you want to kind of see, like, that played off of in a more leaning into, like, late 20s kind of ideal after university, I highly recommend it. It's also fun. The game mechanics are a bit iffy. The story's really good. Um, Well... Uh, thank you. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I just wanted to say one thing, one thing, one thing. Okay. Which was, uh, just do film sock productions. They, they, uh, well, thanks of oh, course for coming on. Yeah, oh, yes. yeah. Do you have any yeah, oh, film recommendation? My silent friend. <laughs> 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 Watch by the lake is going to be uh, out at some point. We need Watch. to make a YouTube. Account yeah, yeah. We'll stuff. put it on YouTube. Did you say by the lake the movie? Yeah, by the lake. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, read on the. Lake. <laughs> uh, no one, no one, no yes. one. Tell film sock about about how I uploaded by the lake to YouTube on an unlisted video just so that I can access it sometimes actually wait, uh, wait, wait, other people can't see it there, right? no 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 no, no, no. That, that, that's that's hardcore like <laughs> copyright infringement yeah no that's not okay I also did it the same with Hadmus from the portrait because he didn't upload it to YouTube and, and I, I space couldn't. stop pirating this yeah, yeah. I also did the same with Gullum no joking <laughs> <laughs> Gollum is Jess's film, but it's on YouTube. <laughs> I posted that publicly. You better not pirate that, I swear to God. What's it called? Gollum. Just wait. wait for everyone to search. It's really short, it's like two film minutes long. Oh, wow. uh, no, but I, I swear, <laughs> the second like film song production puts By the Lake, the masterpiece on YouTube, I will finally make available by the soundtrack to steal all the views. Okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to stop doing a self-promo. Yeah. Thank you very, very much for coming on. And thank you for listening. 
You've been a currently unnamed film podcast. I've been Jessica. I've been Space. I've been Hanma. I've been Ella. I've been Oscar. And I've been Rufus. <laughs> and we are all plotting murders after this is done. Thank you. We're not. <laughs> <laughs>